Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to Burden and Blessing and our 66 Summary Verses of the Bible. My name is Nathaniel Mayhew, and joining me today once again is Pastor Neil Radical for our continuing journey through the books of the Old and the New Testament. We started a series of what was called this group of prison letters written by the Apostle Paul last time with the book of Colossians. Today, we're taking another one of those letters. This is the shortest of all of the letters written by the Apostle Paul, the letter to not a congregation, but this time to a person, an individual, a friend of his from his missionary journeys by the name of Philemon. And this has an interesting history, Neil. Philemon was a friend of the Apostle Paul's, but the reason that he was writing to Philemon was because he had a servant or a slave who had run away. He had found his way into contact with the Apostle Paul. He had become a Christian. And so the Apostle Paul is writing back to him, sending Onesimus, his servant, back and saying, you now need to receive him just as, not just as a servant, but as a brother in Christ, as a fellow believer. I'm interested to find out what verse you're going to use as our summary verse for this interesting letter of the New Testament. Well, Nathaniel, we're looking at Philemon chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. We're looking at the English Standard Version again today. And Paul writes, I thank my God always when I remember you in my prayers, because I hear of your love and of the faith that you have toward the Lord Jesus and for all the saints. It's going to sound like what I'm commenting on first has nothing to do with God's word, but in the same point, it's everything to do with God's word. Just like he pointed out, Paul writing a letter greeting Philemon and encouraging him, the first thing that comes to mind is this is one of my favorite verses that he uses in just about every greeting card that you could possibly write. Think of the circumstances when someone loses a close one to them or when someone wants to encourage someone who's maybe lost their job or ultimately just thanking someone for their time in your life and what they've done for you. And that's ultimately what Paul is doing for Philemon here. He is giving thanks to God for Philemon and also for Philemon's behavior in the gospel and the word of God. So I love this verse and using it in different kinds of greeting cards because it ultimately points to the prayers that we have for one another. It shows that Christian love displayed through faith in Christ and ultimately sharing that comfort that we want to give to our, our friends, our loved ones, whether they're believers or not, pointing them back to to Jesus and pointing them back to the idea that Jesus continues to be the one that we put our faith in. And Paul's encouraging Philemon with that thing, same thing, using words like saints, you know, holy ones in the eyes of God, not because of their perfection, but because of their sin that's been washed by the blood of Christ. So I love this verse so much because what a great verse to, to share with people that we care about and to remind them that you are in my prayers and I pray for you joyfully because of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can just imagine Paul trying to encourage Philemon in that way. Yeah, this is so different from what we took, took a look at a few weeks ago with Romans, you know, full of doctrinal content. This is, this is practical. 
And he talks about issues like Christian love toward one another, showing forgiveness to our, our, those who have wronged us. And then the greater aspect of fellowship, you know, the, what that looks like and how that, that transcends these, these human boundaries that we've laid out. And the Apostle Paul says, no, God's love and his forgiveness and the fellowship that we share with others, it transcends these boundaries that we set as human beings. And that is so visibly obvious in this relationship between Philemon and his servant Onesimus. Even though he had been wronged, there's that forgiveness, there's that confession and absolution that is given that God desires us to learn from still today, 2,000 years later, and to demonstrate to one another for me to hear your confession, to absolve you, for you to hear my confession and to absolve me and, and offer me that forgiveness. That's what that Christian fellowship does towards one another as we encourage each other along the way, looking forward to that day when our Savior returns. Absolutely. Thank you for that explanation. This one was a little bit trickier for me to pick out a hymn that I thought would fit well as a, a closing hymn because of the Thanksgiving here, because it's really that, like you said, that fellowship and relationship here. There is a, a good section in the hymnal of communion of saints, which is that idea of really recognizing the fellowship we have with Christ and then prayerfully the fellowship we can have with one another. And hymn 469 from the red hymnal is a hymn titled glorious things of thee are spoken. Of course, the the can be referring to fellow Christians because it's referring to Zion here, but also it's referring to our fellowship with God. So I'm just going to read verses one and four as a closing thought and prayer. Glorious things of thee are spoken. Zion, city of our God, he whose word cannot be broken, formed thee from his own abode. On the rock of ages founded, what can shake thy sure repose? With salvation's walls surrounded, thou mayst smile at all thy foes. Savior, since of Zion's city, I through grace a member am. Let the world deride or pity, I will glory in your, thy name. Fading is the worldly pleasure, all his boasted pomp and show. Solid joys and lasting treasure, none but Zion's children know. Amen. Amen. A John Newton hymn. Hey, you may not have realized it, but that was extremely appropriate. John Newton, the old slave trader converted to Christianity. Oh, did not realize that. Beautiful. Beautiful. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.